Hello, my friends. Psalm 41. I'm going to share it with you from the ESV. And I'm not just going to read it. I'm also going to give you a taste of how we chanted it um, in some of the churches I grew up in and uh, at the seminary, especially, where we would chant whole psalms. And uh, we would have fun and be super nerds about it uh, by doing things like let us now go to the cafeteria, for we shall now devour some pancakes. Yes, I'm a super nerd, okay? Uh, so uh, bear with me. Uh, but the psalm, Psalm 41. Blessed is the one who considers the poor, in the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. The Lord protects him and keeps him alive. He is called blessed in the land. You do not give him up to the will of his enemies. The Lord sustains him on his sick bed. In his illness, you restore him to full health. As for me, I said, O Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies say of me in malice, When will he die and his name perish? And when one comes to see me, he utters empty words, while his heart gathers iniquity. When he goes out, he tells it abroad. All who hate me whisper together about me. They imagine the worst for me. They say a deadly thing is, is poured out on him, he will not rise again from where he lies. Even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted his heel against me. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up that I may repay them. By this I know that you delight in me. My enemy will not shout in triumph over me, but you have upheld me because of my integrity and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. So this psalm, Psalm 41, is all about who are you willing to learn from? And are you willing to learn from poor people, from those um, who have... Uh, been through the school of hard knocks, those who maybe are not as uh, uh, seemingly advanced in life as you, uh, not as successful as you. Um, Martin Luther uh, says this, the 41st Psalm is a psalm of prayer in which Christ himself prophesies and laments over his betrayer Judas together with his comrades by whom he would be crucified. He prays that he would be raised up from death and that he might be elevated to God's presence at his right hand. But Christ offers comfort for the multitudes by making himself into a sinner, though truly he was without any sin. Thus he stands and declares himself to be in our place in our person, and he carries our sins as if they were his own, as if he had committed them himself. 
However, in the beginning of this psalm, he declares a blessing for those who show regard for those in misery. That is, those who do not become offended at Jesus Christ, the miserable, crucified sinner, but hold fast to him. For it is very offensive to believe that such a poor, condemned sinner should be raised so high that he may sit at the right hand of God. So this psalm is taken up on the lips of Jesus on the night when he was betrayed, when he was eating the Last Supper with his disciples, and he talks about the one who has shared his bread with me is going to be the one who will betray me. Uh, John Goldingay says of this psalm um, that it elevates the testimony of a poor person and the experiences are designed to be instructive for other people that evil days may come, but God can rescue you from them. And uh, it's remarkable. Uh, It begins and ends with an appeal for God's grace. Um, Most people (laughs) feel that uh, not only they don't know how to pray, but also that they were reluctant to pray for X because they felt they had no right to do so because they had done Y. The Psalms encourage us not to feel that hesitation. And so in this Psalm, we see this interesting combination of both personal responsibility and illness, of false accusations of other people in the community, both an acknowledgement of sin and a claim of integrity. Um, So interesting things come together in this Psalm. And uh, we learn much and we have the opportunity to consider the experiences of those uh, who are poor. Uh, This psalm is also quoted by Zechariah as he rejoices at the birth of John. And uh, that final verse, verse 13, that's not the last time we're going to hear that verse. Uh, In fact, it's the enclosure at the end of each of the five books of Psalms. And so it's not as though it's just an amen for Psalm 41, but it's an amen for all of the first 41 Psalms. And it reminds me of another uh, way in which I experienced the Psalms and uh, maybe didn't know it at the time. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. And all God's people said, Amen, Amen. And all God's people said, Amen, Amen. And all God's people said, Amen. Now praise the Lord. I don't know, maybe you heard that at some point from vacation Bible school or Sunday school. Maybe it didn't. But psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, let us be surrounded by them as we dwell richly in the Word. Blessings as you continue the journey and step into book two. Peace, my friends.